Welcome to Everyday News with the Blantons. That's Dr. Latasha and Mark Blanton. On this show, you'll learn through education, awareness, and promotion exactly how you view the world and your place in it. Now, here are the hosts of the program, Dr. Latasha and Mark Blanton. Good morning, good morning. It is yet another Monday. We are so happy to have you guys listening with us. This is Latasha Blanton and Mark Blanton. We are your hosts for Everyday News with the Blantons. Please remember to connect with us and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can email us info at therealsouthafrica.com. Excuse us, or excuse me, I'm a little bit congested today. So if I sound like I'm talking in a bubble, it's because I'm congested. So we'll move right along. On today's show, we're just going to discuss what it means to be an entrepreneur and discuss kind of the things that no one really talks about. We'll share some of our story and offer some suggestions on how you can navigate any of the obstacles that you may encounter as you are trying to start a business. Uh, again, before we start today, I just want to send a shout out to my eldest niece who has taken the plunge to take a job outside of the country. Uh, I can't say where, but I need her to know that I am very, very proud of her and that she makes my heart sing. Honey, what do you have to add for today? Well, it's going to be an interesting show. Um, it's going to be things that you generally do not hear when you hear things about becoming an entrepreneur. This is this is like almost like the inside stuff, things that we generally have ran across over the years of, of being serial entrepreneurs. So we'll just start off with the basic definition of entrepreneur. It is a noun. It's a person who sets up a business or businesses taking on financial risks and the hope of profit. Now, that definition in and of itself will make you laugh because the risk and hope of profit is exactly what it turns into. It is the hope of profit as you are deciding to go from uh, employed to self-employed. Uh, you all know a little bit about our story, but for those who don't, we'll just do a little bit of a recap. We are serial entrepreneurs. I've uh, been business owners for 10 years and are now embarking on yet another business. So just, do you want to add anything about that little recap or we'll just kind of go? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, like I said, we're on on our next venture, which is therealsouthafrica.com. Please visit our website. Please visit our website. <laughs> it's a great website. It's, it's set up for those who um, who want to come to South Africa and also do it at a, at a luxury pace or a luxury style or, as they say in South Africa, an upmarket adventure. So if you will, please go to our website, um, therealsouthafrica.com. Like I said, that's our latest adventure. But right now, we're going to talk about some of our previous adventures. So what we found during the process of becoming entrepreneurs some, you know, 10 years ago or longer, actually, is what we run into is the process. You run into a lot of people that say, this is what you need to do to start a business or to open a business. And you run into the things that are always a situation where there's always someone else telling you what to do, which we refer to as the they's, the they's, the they's. So what do you do? What do you do when you run into the they's? Uh, So let's just define they to start off with. 
they is going to be for us. This is what they is for us. They is the the powers that run everything. The people that feel they have the power to run anything. You know, the people that are at the bank when you're trying to get a loan. The people that own the commercial property that you're trying to yep. um, get a lease from. Uh, anything along those lines are going to be the they's that you're going to run into. And these people um, or entities are going to say things like, you have to do what? Uh you gotta, a, yeah, you got to do it this you gotta way. You got to do it this way. Uh, you have to check this block. You have to. There's a process for all of that. And the funny part about that process is that it sometimes works, but and, and sometimes it does not. Sometimes it doesn't work. So you do it anyway. Um, and that's the part that we're going to talk about when you run into the days and kind of how you just do it. Do it anyway. So the. The process, Mark calls it the 12 step process. <laughs> 12 step. I have it right here. I got it's it from the research it's, department. It's not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not really a 12 step process, but it can feel like way more than a 12 step process because it can be uh, 12 and then under 12, there's like 12A and then there's like uh, 12A and then under A, there's like bullet points one, two, and three. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of how it can be. And they all make it sound so simple. Oh, just fill this out and yes, yes, and yes. then you can get whatever you need. So just a funny story. When we first started our business, um, the days said, oh, if you want to start a business, uh, you know, we're going to send you to the Small Business Association and they were going to do the research for us. Right. Correct. Correct. Right. So they do the research for us and they say, OK, it looks like there are. Um, I want to say at the time, you know, four other physical therapy clinics in your area. We're like, okay. So the market in and of itself says, okay, like basically there's room for one more clinic. So if you maybe, maybe. <laughs> so uh, incredibly long story short, I spent three months at the Small Business Association trying to develop this. And I will put this in quotes, air quotes, which you won't see, but notice in quotes, a business plan. It looked good. Uh, it, it was beautiful. It, it was real good. It was like, what, 24 pages, something like that? Something like that, huge, yeah. Huge business plan, you know, you know what you're going to do. They've done the research. And then they say, um, take this business plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they gave me like 30 copies, right? Yeah, exactly. The, they were being very supportive. They were <laughs> the business. This was free, by the way, the Small Business Association. So, mm -hmm. um, so I spent a lot of time with them. 30 whatever pages of this uh, copies of this business plan and, and we deliver it to all these banks uh, to try and get this loan to start our clinic and this is part of the process now Yes. and zero yeah zero and we took it to several different banks and sat down with a lot of business finance guys and they all looked at our business plan and they had a few questions of course very simple questions um, things that we knew we had answered through the small business association because they were the ones that said hey take it to these guys they'll take care of you everything looks good and then at the end of the day they tell us no so now what do we do do we just stop or do you continue to move forward and this is where we are now and we basically decided that we were going to do it anyway mm -hmm. meaning it, that we I don't, we did it anyway exactly so the funny part about the 12-step program, let me just kind of go over it and then, you know, what they are and then we were kind of uh, uh, attack a few of these. Um, one of the first steps is evaluate yourself, okay, have a business idea, do your market research, get feedback, make it official, write your business plan, 
which we just talked about. Right. Finance your business. Right. Develop your product or service, whatever it may be. It mm-hmm. could be a coffee shop. It could be whatever you choose. Start building. Um, I'm sorry. Start building it and then find the location. Start getting some sales and then grow your business. Sounds very simple, but just, mean, like, but just like Tasha said. None of, underneath the, those 12 steps, there's like <laughs> parts A, A1, A2, A3. So we we got all the way to the finance your, your business part. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where things started to change for us. Okay. Now, let me explain, explain, explain excuse me, a few things. Like I said, being an entrepreneur... Um, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's truly a double-edged sword. It's a high risk, as anybody who's ever ever been an entrepreneur, even a very small, uh, sm- a time entrepreneur, and it's high reward. Okay, now, here you are, you're saying, okay, evaluate yourself. You need to decide, you know, am I going to do this or not? You can't do it halfway. Either you're going to be all in or you're not. So, after that, you got to come up with an idea. Now, you get those that say, Hey, you know, what's your passion? What is your passion? What is your passion? And if you have a, a strong passion and there are others who literally are doing the same thing, that falls into your market research. If there is 20 coffee shops in town, there's a good chance that even though your passion is coffee, you may not be able to uh, sustain your, your business, you know, from a business perspective, you know, your coffee shop because there are other ones that are already doing it. Um, and then, of course, get feedback. It's good to get feedback, but at the same time, if this is something that you really want to do and your, your market research supports it and you also have a good business idea and you decided you want, want to do it, you're going to get good and bad uh, feedback. It, again, it falls up on you. That's where the risk comes in. Um, and then, of course, writing your business plan. It is important to have a plan in which direction you want to go, but if, if for some odd reason your business plan falls short in reference to um, being able to, to draw funds at the bank, then you need to be able to come up with other ideas. And this is these are some of the things that we're going to talk about while we um, are, are on the air today. Okay. And then, of course, you know, finding, finding your location. And then, of course, we all want that magical first sale where we can take our dollar bill and stick it on the wall and say, yep, I did it. And it's, it's very different than um, earning money versus generating money you're actually generating it from nowhere so and then at the end of course you grow your business growing your business and the growing the business is the part that it's like the other part that no one really talks about too because you think that that is also an easy process as well and it is not a flash to bang situation so um just thinking about the 12 steps and all the bullets in between and how those things are kind of going to run together, what is supposed to happen, what's not supposed to happen. You really aren't sure what's going to happen, but we're going to try and give you some ideas about how to be prepared for the obstacles that do actually come up when you are going through the process of determining if you're going to start a business or not. Um, so we're getting ready to head toward our first break. If there's anybody that has any questions about the overview so far, please be sure to give us a call. one 472 5788 You can also tweet us at rsouth underscore Africa. 
or shoot us an email info at therealsouthafrica.com. We will return shortly to continue our discussion. Thanks so much. We'll be back shortly. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Everyday News with the Blantons. Want to find out more about the program? Send an email to info at therealsouthafrica.com. Now, back to Everyday News with the Blantons. Welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in this morning. We're just discussing what it means to be an entrepreneur or the actual definition and the underbelly, for lack of a better term, that no one ever talks about. We've just basically gone over a couple of things regarding the 12 steps and quotes that they ask you to do just to kind of get through the process of opening a business. So we've done all of that. So say you've managed to open the business with or without capital. So you've overcome all of that. So now you've got property rented, you've got employees, and this is when the process actually starts to get Guess fun. fun. You want to call it fun? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call it something else that I'm definitely not going to call it fun. I'll say it's fun after the fact. Mm-hmm. But when you're going through it, it is not, not fun. No. Not fun at all. High risk. High, high reward. All right, high risk, high reward. <laughs> let's, let's, keep, let's keep that in mind. I'm not discouraging anyone from becoming an entrepreneur. I love the fact that we took a lot of risks. Um, so we're just going to continue on. So where are we? Where are we in the process now? Well, you know, the, uh, now the business is open, just like you said. And now there are a lot of things that they, you don't. They don't tell you as you are starting your business. There's a lot of things they do not tell you. And one of the things that they don't tell you is that in your growth process for your business, that there are a lot of things out there that you can use that are free. You're going to get a a ton of people once you have your business listed and, and, and people find out that you're there. Companies that come along and say that they can help you market, they can help you do this, they can help you do that. 
which you know is wonderful. But a lot of us who start as entrepreneurs ultimately can't afford it at first. So a lot of the things you're going to have to do yourself, which is great because at some point you're in your community and this is an opportunity for you to meet your community. So what happens in that process when people are coming at you trying to get you to spend money that you do or don't have, there are things you have to consider. You have to consider if you invest money in the people that want you to market, are you going to actually get an immediate return? I will say that within days of us opening our first facility, that there was someone that was like, you should advertise in this, you know, weekly mail or you should do this. And I being the person that I am was excited, was excited. I was like, honey, there's this lady. She came in here. She said, if we give her $1,200, she will put our logo in this. And he's looking at me like, we we can give her $1,200, but how are we going to get that money back? We got to get people in the door first. So we had to do a lot of things that didn't involve spending a whole lot of money up front. We had to get people in the door to generate the funds so that we could take that money to reinvest it. So, um, so that's kind of the thought process. So you can probably expound a little bit better on what you talk about regarding like free stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of free stuff out there. A lot of free stuff. Um, And from the government perspective, they would say open source. Open source, okay. There's a lot of open source stuff out there that you can do, especially as a brand new business owner. It's a a lot of legwork, but you will will find yourself, you know, shaking hands with people that were in your community, community the entire time that you never met. And at the same time, they get an opportunity to meet you and then you get to explain your service or product. Um, one of the things I, I, I think about a lot is a little short story is when I was I was I was in the army for you guys who didn't know and I was an army recruiter at some point, believe it or not. And I used to just want to jump on the phone and make phone calls and so forth. And follow and, the reg. Yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> I just wanted to follow, follow the regulation. The and, 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 and it's a good thing. But sometimes you got to do it the old fashioned way. You got to go door to door. Uh, yeah. So what does that mean from, for you as a as a aspiring entrepreneur? That means you got to go out and meet and meet other entrepreneurs, and then you got to go out in the community. In the community, because if, for example, let's say business X has 500 customers a day, and when inside of those 500 customers a day, you come in and you're like, okay, this is what I offer, then they may actually start referring people to your business. Now, those are people that you didn't have access to before, things along that line, and now you got some of their customers leaving their business, going to your businesses business or businesses to get your goods and services and that's a perpetual thing that continues to happen so what we did was and just for example we went like we started our physical therapy business we needed referrals and we know we needed referrals and referrals usually come from people that you know which at the time wasn't very many people because we were new to the game or from doctors that you may know own clinics or practices um, in the area. So even general practitioners can refer to physical therapy. So the recruiter in him suggested that we do something I had never done before and will admit that I was uncomfortable with it. But once you start to do it, you understand that this process actually does work. Exactly. we, We would go to a particular office let's say a podiatry's office or um, a general practitioner's office and we, we would get there first thing in the morning and we would get like these little donut holes from um, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts and we get us we get a ton of them in the back like, of the cars, back of the cars filled, filled with 
little munchkins they call them I think. yeah i think that's what they're called they're called dunkin donuts munchkins and we would go to each office and we wouldn't you know meet the front office staff because the front office staff is going are going to be the ones that are going to call your office and say hey we have a referral Uh so they're so they are important as well not just the doctors um they're important as well then if we had an opportunity to meet the doctors then we would meet the doctors and you know we might have about 30 seconds of of as we would say grin and grip time and um you know get an opportunity to sell yourself in 30 seconds and then they sell might actually yourself. yeah you might get opportunity and so that's you know that's what business actually is and of course the, the amount of risk you take is the amount of profit that you can actually take home so it's, it's very important to understand there's a there's a lot of um, open source advertising out there and that's just one but i want i kind of want to talk about a few others while we're on the subject um <clears throat> obviously social media that's a big one. I mean, you can make a Facebook page for your company and start putting it out there. You know, obviously, um, you could and once you get a little savvy with especially Facebook um, for business, you can actually target a particular zip code. And, and if you live in that particular zip code, you can target it and you can start and, and send, send out posts. So when people are in that zip code, they're actually getting getting your advertisement and they're like, wow, I didn't even know you was there. Now, when I said a particular zip code. Define your area. What do I mean? If you live in a, a big city or even a small city, break it down into segments. You can't, you know, you. I, I would always suggest wherever you're located in, even if you just did something simple as a mile circumference of, of or radius, however you want to put it, from your business location, advertise in, in, in that area. Bombard that area. And you can do that with social media and Facebook because if you do that, People, would, like I said, who never knew you were there would automatically start saying, wow, I did not believe, you know, I, I didn't know that was even here. I'm so glad we found this place. Now, there are other things you can do that are very inexpensive, things you could do to grow your business. And that was what we talked about in the first segment, growing your business. Signage, uh, signage and banners are great. Now, you can get these real expensive signs. Or you can get the the the, the vinyl signs, <laughs> um, get them done up very well. Go to a sign a sign shop. They will you know sit down with you and help you design your design everything for you. So even if you don't have an idea, they would literally say to you, "Hey, this is what we can do for you." And obviously, they want to earn your business, and of course, you want them to do a good job for you. So it, it kind of works out. Um, and, and 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 that's an easy easy fix because you generally have sign shops everywhere and even if you don't have one locally you can always find find one online and they can uh, up, you can upload your artwork and they can uh, get the work for you get it done and then also send it to you via the email and then you're in business and signs are um, depending on where you live are fairly inexpensive and can actually do a lot for you just just by way of having your logo and when I say logo I just mean name, having your name out there. And when he says bombard, we basically mean bombard them. Have them constantly see your name, see your logo constantly so that they will be subliminally thinking about you even when they even when they don't think that they are. Exactly. Um, another thing that that is, I'm not going to say it's crucial, but it's kind of crucial, is a website. Now, we know websites cost a ton of money. I mm-hmm. mean, they can cost ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 based off the type of website that you that you have now again or the type of business that you have do you have to 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 go that deep or spend that kind of money the answer to that question is no 
obviously there's a bunch of website builders out there. It's funny. You can probably find your college kid locally who would love <laughs> to build you a website. They get excited over things like that. But what, I, what we did from our experience, uh, that's when I discovered a, a free website builder called Wix. And um, we just put all our information on it. We made it look very, very, very good. Uh, it worked for us. And actually, the whole time we had our physical therapy um, business, that's, that, that's what we used. And I updated it. Um, I didn't have to call a, a call somebody to change anything. I could do it myself. So, and that's very inexpensive as well. Which, again, you know, it helps you grow your business. So these are all the things that we're talking about. So if it's just a one man entrepreneur, two man entrepreneur, keep in mind that everything that happens for your business at the beginning is going to come by way of you. Yes, you'll need help, uh, but at the the problem is that you're going to go from a 40 hour guaranteed money every week to I would love to say 80 but unfortunately it's way more than 80 hours that you put in to not really knowing when the next money influx is going to happen so those are some of the things that you just want to keep in mind that you need to have a support group of fellow entrepreneurs so that the very least you can have um, other people to bounce ideas off of, kind of see how exactly. they do things because it, it matters because you're going to need support for all of the other things that follow that they don't tell you about mm-hmm. when you open a business. And we're going to delve into the, I won't, I won't say underbelly again, because that just makes it sound really, really bad. Yeah, it's not really bad. It's just things that, that like I said, you don't find out from the Small Business Association. And you don't find out just by reading and reading the book. They give you the, you know, do these things. But at the right. end of the day, there are a lot of other subsets of things that you need to, to know. And I'm kind of laughing because I remember when we first started, there were things we did not know. There were so many things we did not know. Yes. And so um, another thing, like Tasha said, you know, find fellow entrepreneurs. And then also, too, um, locally, there are there are business associations, um, I know, outside of the small business association. Um, the, the rotary clubs and things along that line that can actually help you get where you got to go as well. And meeting those people will will help you decode, you know, once you become friends and friendly, mm-hmm. obviously they're business owners and they're going to want to be able to say, OK, how can this person help me? But so you, it's, it's a give and take. So don't don't go in like I'm going to my boss for help. No, you're you're on the same plane, but they want you to help them and vice versa. And once you realize that you are your initial product, it didn't matter that we were practicing physical therapy. What mattered is that that front office staff that we kept giving donuts to and trying to build a rapport with liked us enough to tell the doctor that we were good enough to send their patients to. And that's kind of the the premise that we want to keep in mind that initially when you start your business, you are selling your yourself and, exactly. and you're doing all the work um, on your own. So we're going to get a little bit deeper into what it means to be an entrepreneur, the things that they don't actually tell you uh, when we come back. So like I said, if you have any questions, please give us a call at one 472 5788 And you can tweet us at our South underscore Africa or email us. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com What's your coffee story? 
the one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Everyday News with the Blantons. Want to find out more about the program? Send an email to info at therealsouthafrica.com. Now, back to Everyday News with the Blantons. All right, guys, we are back. We are still talking about what it means to be an entrepreneur, all the things that they don't actually tell you. We've kind of covered some of the 12 steps. We've talked about some of the free open source things for advertising, building a free website, building rapport, and basically beating feet to the street to get to know your area And now we're going to go into a little bit more information as far as the open source is concerned and the free advertising. And that is where Mark is going to, because that was his thing. I was too busy doing something (laughs) else. I was too busy fighting him. I was like, I don't want to do this. This is too hard. Like I said, you know, before I wasn't really comfortable going out there handing donuts and, you know, letting people meet me. I just figured I'm a physical therapist. I'm just going to, he's like, no, it has nothing to do with that. And that's, a whole nother topic as far as like what are the business with your spouse but nevertheless go um on into the okay yeah well like i said i wanted to highlight this um, particular particularly because if you're you know once you made your decision and cemented it that you were going to be an entrepreneur and you're going down that road one of the things that you got to think about because like i said before there's one there will be plenty of people coming at you saying they could do all these things for you um, basically, we're going to take this off your plate. And so if you whatever you do, if you make donuts, if you if you make coffee or whatever, or you have a, a, you know, a sandwich shop, then just go do that and don't worry about it. Well, I'm here to tell you, I, I, I believe that if you do that or we if you if you do that, you won't be making m- m- much coffee, many sandwiches at all, because you'll find out that you're not getting any customers and then you're going to be calling this 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 support team that you've hired to get it done for you and they're going to give you a lot of reasons why it's not happening but keep in mind that those same people have nine to five jobs and they're going to go home at the end of the day and they're going to be able to get a paycheck so as you are important you're not as important as you would like to think so what that means to us is that first of all through this process especially if you know you're going to be an entrepreneur start building your as i'm using an old term rolodex 
<laughs> oh God. Yeah, start getting the, the list of people that you know. Start talking to people that you generally don't talk to and start getting their details or start getting their information. Because at some point you're going you are going going to want to reach out to those people. So definitely um, build your Rolodex. And if you got a friend who has a lot of friends, like real friends, not Facebook friends particularly, mm-hmm. <laughs> real friends, start talking to them about who they know and see if you can get access because you you will be surprised um, who they know and then friends of friends. So kind of do the seven, seven degrees of separation and you'll find out soon that you probably have access to more people who will want to buy your sandwich if you actually you know spoke to spoke to your friends and 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 of course looked at your own rolodex people you haven't talked to in in two years might be the actual person that can help you get your business off the ground because they have access and that word i just said was is monumental access being able to have access to people um events places and things that you didn't have access to before that really all comes down to what do you what do you have in your Rolodex, who do you know? Okay, so keep in mind that's very, very, very important. That also rolls into another thing: um, email list. Uh, yes, emails. email list. If you are having an event, or you are having, you open up your new business and you're running a, a special. If you put a sign up, that is great. People driving by. If you're looking at the amount of cars that are driving by your business every day, and if that's the situation um, that you're in. Um, that's great. They can see your sign. But how about those who are not who are not driving down your street? Those people. Yeah, who are not driving past your 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 business and didn't see it. Well, if you got an email list, you can hit them in their inbox. <laughs> not the inbox. The inbox is very very important. So start building your email list and kind of do it the same way I said before. Who do you know? Can do, do you do you mind me? You know, from a business perspective, building an email list. The good thing about an email list, eventually it becomes very valuable. How do I mean? Okay, you have some some products that you want to get rid of. Let's say you had a, even an online store and you products that you wanted to get rid of, but you don't have an email list. So what you can do, you can take your previous um, people that you've emailed before or, or previous customers. So as they're walking in, as you've obviously been, uh, if you've seen before, you're going to a major um, store and they say, hey, you know, let me get your email. Uh, they always ask you that. Yeah, because like, I don't want to give you my email, but you know what? That's how you end up with information that you may not use immediately, but eventually you go back and say, hey, I think I got an email from so and so, and eventually it works. Yes, because the good part about it is, they, you know, on normally in those email things, you get an opportunity to re-email it to to a friend, and some people say, hey, I didn't know that you know this was going on, and they email it to a friend and so forth, but. The good part about it is that you can take that list and you can you can say, hey, um, business owner across the street who has a who has a bigger following than you. Mm-hmm. I have 800 emails. They might have 1500 emails. Do you mind? Let's 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 do some some cross marketing here. And right. if they say yes, now you have, you know, 23 or 2400 emails that now you could just send out um, randomly. You can send it once a day, once a week, once a month. It's up to you. So right. that right there is pretty much a, it's free. And then that's you know, just to make sure we don't confuse anybody. When you're talking about cross-pollinating or, or, or cross-marketing, um, 
marketing cross marketing we're not talking about people that are in the medical field everyone knows that that's like a hipaa thing so we're not talking about sure. those types of things but most of most emails are open sources and it's, and if they people are giving you your emails freely and it's not you know medical facility related then yes absolutely cross market so don't misunderstand us but i don't want anybody to think that <laughs> we're you know um suggesting that you do that in um and in, in those fields because we didn't do that um regarding our pc business but in our new business um, we definitely cross market. We definitely talk to friends so that we can make sure that we touch everyone that we do and don't know in that aspect. Exactly. So these are just these are just some suggestions. Um, there's like I said, there's a lot of open open source stuff to even find even more avenues to market yourself. But I keep saying marketing because marketing is crucial if you are planning on surviving. It is crucial, and if you don't have a have a lot of have a lot of marketing going on, after a while, you know the the people that you know, the the friends that have bought your product that that patronize your business, eventually they won't need any more products. So you got to go find right new customers. You don't want to keep scraping the same mm-hmm. thing at that point. They they will just block your email. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> or, or, or or unsubscribe. Yeah. Um, but there are there are lots of ways to get it done, especially when you're first starting out. You know, and we're just kind of, like I said, giving you our background because like we were adamant in the very first beginning, you know, we didn't get the, you know, $200,000 loan to start our business. So the things that we had to do, we had to get creative because it wasn't an option for us to give up. We definitely wanted to continue down the road of taking that risk. So that meant that we needed to continue to push beyond the no and the days and those things worked out for us we were still able to secure a facility to practice at two facilities um and then at that point through our marketing campaign which was something that mark decided would work best because he had been a recruiter which is going to build rapport with doctors their office staff those things allowed us to build our doctor email list to let them know what we had going on at our facility. And then that in turn allowed us to get our doors, you know, open and filled with patients. And then that gave us more money to get us to the next stage of where you can start making money to reinvest it in your business to do um, other types of paid advertising. But initially we had to do those things that were, that were free. Yeah. Open source um, types of stuff. So, I'm always going. To, I'm always going to advocate for that. And if I'm ever speaking to uh, a person who's either planning on starting their business or they have started their business and now they're running into a snag as far as you know growing their business, then that that's one of the first areas that I would always ask them about. They would say stuff like, um, "I don't like Facebook." Okay, okay. And, and I understand that you don't have to like it. It has nothing to do with liking it. Yeah, exactly. But one of the funny things about Facebook, um, <clears throat> I always tell people. You know, when people come into your your business establishment, you know, if they go to that, what's that little button where you like you put in, you, you check in. Oh, yeah. You check in. Yeah. Yeah. You, you check in. And let's say you got a person who has, let's say, a small number of followers on Facebook or 300 or friends, 300 friends. Yeah. And we know people that has they have well Thousands over. Yeah. Friends. They have two thousand. They friends. don't really know all those people, but OK, whatever. Yeah, but they might be local people. And so then here they are. They walk into your to your business establishment. And of course, they're, they're making a transaction. And while you're at the counter, you just ask them very, you know, easily. Hey, you know, do you have Facebook? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they probably would say yes. And then just ask them while they're standing there, do you mind checking in here? Yep. And once they check in here, 
it automatically sends out to mm -hmm. all their friends mm -hmm. that they're such at you. checked in. Exactly. And they are at your establishment. Yep. And then they're going to wonder, hmm. What's going on over there? Yeah. What's, what is that? And then all of a sudden they click on it. And then all of a sudden it goes to your Facebook page, which you are maintaining. Um, and it's free. You gotta, you gotta put everything. You gotta, you gotta put everything on you it. Gotta put the work in. Yep. And so, um, people might not particularly go to your uh, website, but they would definitely go to your Facebook page to check to check you out. So that's why it's important that you get those th those people who walk into your location to go ahead and 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 click that check in button and make sure that you have you know have your your Facebook uh, stuff you know with your logo or what you do and so forth. So if somebody's looking you know for what you know, the, the last person just checked in at, they might say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to get that too. So all that does is just increases your business or as we've been saying, it grows your business. It grows your business. And as we move further, when we get ready to um, go into the last thing, we're going to kind of go fast, unfortunately, but we're going to talk about um, employees, the things that they tell you in the back office regarding Things like uh, payroll, uh, payroll taxes, POS systems, which is point of point sale, of sale. Um, how to be productive, what you need to do regarding um, how to keep up with all those things that they don't tell you about. Because as an employee, all you know for sure is that you get a paycheck every week. But getting that paycheck comes with responsibility from the person giving you that paycheck and those are the things that we want you to be mindful of when you get ready to start your businesses. You're going to be responsible for the fact that you are holding everyone else's livelihood in your hands. It's your responsibility to make sure they can take care of their household um, responsibilities. And that's by way of you taking care of yours as a business owner. So when we come back, we're going to discuss those things in a little bit more detail, even down to whether or not you should hire an accountant versus a bookkeeper. So we will be back in just a moment. Please don't forget to send us an email at info at the real South .com. Send us a tweet or call us at 1-866-472-5788. We will be back in just a moment. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show. The Sharon Kleiner Hour. Health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective. Your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Everyday News with the Blantons. Want to find out more about the program? Send an email to info at therealsouthafrica.com. Now, back to Everyday News with the Blantons. Welcome back. All right, we have flown through so much information. I hope it doesn't sound too random. You can always send us a question if you have anything that you need clarified that we've gone over today. So now your business is up and running, and now you have got to get employees. Where do we find these proverbial employees? (laughs) Where do we find these employees at? Where do we find them? Where do we find them? Again, you always are trying to keep your costs low, especially when you first start. Um, again, you're going to have companies that come in and say, we can do it for you, um, which, is, which is fine if you can afford it. But if you want to, you know, be a little frugal and, and, and save a little bit of money, there's, there's a lot of things you can do yourself. And the good part about it is, especially um, in America, there are a lot of people who are willing to work. So you just basically, um, you know, decide what type of employee you want. You have to kind of decide how much you can afford to pay them. Because uh, the hourly rate is just one thing. There are other things that follow beyond the hourly rate, which we <laughs> did not know, which I was, which we we're planning on sharing here. But how do you find employees? Um, the best way to do it, obviously, right now, um, is to advertise online. Most people are on on the on particular sites. One of one that we used a whole lot was Craigslist. It was <laughs> easy to post. You can post in any city. So based off the job you have, I know my. Um, my cousin, he has a he has a business in what does he do? He does IT work and yeah. he has he has consultants and he gets them from everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's based in Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. but he puts a, an, an advert on Craigslist and he finds exactly what he needs because they can all you know work remotely. So and that's you know that's pretty much in every state. Um, then of course there's Indeed, and then of course um, your own company website if yeah. you decide to. Um, you know, put it on your company website. Post it there. Absolutely, you can put a. Because you'd be surprised how many people that are that go to your website. You you would be shocked because they're just doing a search. Um, sometimes they're doing a Google search, which is a whole other thing. But um, they're doing a Google search and they find your they find your business um, mm-hmm. on the on the information highway, and then they go to your website. If they're a physical therapist and they're yeah. like coming to the area, they put physical therapy clinics. There you are. Your 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 website comes up. They click on it. 
just to see what it looks like and oh there's an opening so mm-hmm. you know and so whatever you're doing it really helps and then of course one of uh, the other best ways is social media yeah if one of you, the newer ones is LinkedIn I believe that usually I mean LinkedIn costs a little bit of money now but in the very beginning stages you're definitely looking at things that are low cost but social media is definitely one of the ways you want to go as far as looking for employees you can find some good stuff there too absolutely and like I said there's a lot of qualified people so whatever job you um, you know you need done um, you 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 will probably find you know some qualified individuals on on any of these sites and in any of these locations and they're, and they're free and that's the thing um, that you want to do you want to keep your keep your cost down now some things are um, you know you know you get tax breaks on it and I get it but you got to have the money up front right and if you're if, if you're a guy who's you know like we talked about before got very little money from the bank if any at all and you really want to start start your business you want to and it's coming out of your your account or mm-hmm. your pocket mm-hmm. then like I said you can actually still start your business mm-hmm. but you, you got to kind of go um, the route as, as much free stuff as you can as you can possibly possibly, possibly do, do. Yep. you know and then once you uh, get these employees and we talk about um, the fact that their responsibilities beyond that so now you've got your employees now you've got to get them enrolled to participate in payroll usually if you're a small business you probably how many employees you have you may not be able to offer things like health insurance 401k but keep in mind we're talking about the very very beginning stages so at this point you may have to have someone help you with payroll so you have Mm -hmm. to again go to your your open source things craigslist and then you have to determine if you want to have an accountant or a bookkeeper an accountant is significantly more expensive than a bookkeeper so you may want to start with a bookkeeper who can at least help you keep track of what your liabilities are going to be and by liabilities we mean things like federal taxes state taxes and local taxes if that is something that happens in your area Um, because you'll have to take a portion from your employee based on what you pay them based on how many hours they work and then there's a responsibility that's yours and this is the part that goes into the gray area of the stratosphere your employer is responsible for those taxes well now that you're the employer you have to pay those taxes and you have to know how often you have to pay them when to pay them and all those things are based on the size of your payroll Yep. So those are things where you start to learn things like what's a 940, what's a 941, <laughs> what's a, you know, um, all those things that they don't those tell you. Those are IRS forms. Those are right. IRS forms. Um, and those things matter because if you don't know that you are supposed to pay those taxes when that money comes in, it becomes an issue for you in the end. So want to make sure that you get the right people that can help you with these types of things so that you don't start your business off in trouble. Yeah, I think it's funny um, because, like I said, you can start out as a quarterly payer. Right. Every three months. Every you, three months. You, you, you pay your taxes based off your employees. You might only have one, but you still got to pay that. Mm-hmm. You know, like on your pay stub, it has like FICA and, and, and your federal tax yeah. and all that with, with withholdings. And you, you don't worry about it. You wish it was lower, but it's not. Well, at the end of the day, when you are the employer, you're the ones who get that bill. And then the, the IRS expects you to take that money from the employee and send it to them directly. Right. And the funny part about it is how you can get in trouble, like we were talking about before, is that you might go from a quarterly payer. And then all of a sudden, you've, you know, you've had some windfall. Your marketing is working. 
things are going well. You, you hire two or three employees and then your payroll goes up and you're like, wow, things are going. Now, all of a sudden, you are a monthly depositor. Depositor. And you're like, well, I only pay this quarterly. Then all yeah. of a sudden, Uncle Sam's like, no, uh, you're making nah. too much money. I want my money now. So it's 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 kind of it's kind of interesting. So um, then, of course, you know, you got unemployment tax, which is basically when if the employee <laughs> d- decides to file a claim for unemployment for whatever reason, if you fire them, you or fire them, or something happened, then you know you may have to pay on <laughs> on that individual even though they don't work, work for you, you anymore. anymore. And when we found out, we thought that was wild. Crazy as hell yeah. plan. I'm like, wait a minute, they don't even work here. I said they give the money. Yep. Um, so just small things like that. And it's not like anything can go wrong. I mean, trust me, these are just things that we ran into, things that we had to kind of overcome in the very beginning stages of our business. And the beauty of all of that financial risk and the hope of being profitable is that we ultimately were profitable and it sounds hard to make that sacrifice in your family because you do change the dynamic of how things actually work and you are spending a lot of hours just focused on your business but he said at the very beginning high reward high risk (laughs) high reward so we just want to make sure we encourage everybody to stay focused if you have a true entrepreneurial spirit just know that the sacrifice and struggle will definitely be worth it in the end and that I applaud you, I encourage you, and I just want to make sure that you're prepared for all the things that you may not run into but also will probably run into and know that they, the proverbial they, will throw everything at you to keep you off of your mark but just never give up if you truly have in your heart that you want to be a business owner. Did you want to add anything? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, and like I said, you, you'll probably go from a 40-hour-a-week job to an 80-hour-a-week job. However, it'll be something that you actually love, and it'll be your baby. Won't nobody see it that way? Yep. Only you. Yeah, it's you're your like, baby. oh, this is nice. And you're like, no, this is really nice. And, you know, it's okay. Um, and then, of course, one of the things that you got to understand as well when you leave from being an from being an employee to an employer or self-employed, is that you got to understand that you got to have a work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Basically, what that means is is that you're going to make some major sacrifices at home for, for the job or or your business. So just to wrap it up, just make sure that you are living your best life mm-hmm. but at the same time running your business. So it's going to come with struggle. It's going to come with sacrifice, but it's also come with a reward that only another entrepreneur will be able to appreciate because the people that work for you won't ever really know what you actually go through behind the scenes to make their lives easier. Thank you so much for listening. Until next Monday, educate yourself and be sure to have fun in the process. Thank you for tuning in to Everyday News with the Blantons. We hope you've enjoyed today's program and we'll tune in again next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a nice week.